Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Great job by Austin on Sounds of the Week right there. Brought to you by Syringa Networks, home to complete business telecom and IT solutions. Backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. We're live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, uh, Jake Scott, Alema. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, Gordon, the best thing that ever happened to the warehouse was becoming the host of Football Fridays because I think Alema buys half the store pretty much every week. <laughs> right, are you going what on you, with an armoire today? An armoire? A credenza. All right, a credenza. Credenza. Yeah. Well, so. What is it? What's a credenza? Is it like a cabinet? Yeah, I think so. Like a, uh-huh. It has like a business feel to it. Like, uh, where's that file? Oh, it's in my credenza. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Uh, no? All right. No, you don't think so? Uh, it is Friday, and that means one thing. It's time for Gordon's List. Austin, hit it. And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. I love magic. It's pronounced Porsche. If I was at Ikea and I saw a monkey running down the aisle, uh, my heart would go out. Uh, I would think, are you okay? I have great respect for the losers. Do you meet people at parking lots? We don't talk diapers on the show very often. Hey, man, I'm doing whatever's best for my interest here, and everybody else can can essentially just suck it because I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna worry about them. I'm gonna worry about me. <laughs> It was just so refreshing to finally hear you say that, Gordon. Uh, Gordon's List brought to you by our friends at Tim Daly Nissan Southtown. Just a little honesty. It was just, it was good. First of all, I was referring to something else, not me. Uh, kind of sounded uh, so like you. That... <laughs> I mean, you did say those words in that yeah, order. I did kind of sound like you. Yeah, but it would make all the difference in the world if I was mocking the words of others. Right? Oh, we don't have all day to play everything you say. I just that, have to pick and choose. That didn't sound very mocking either. That sounded no. very matter-of-fact. Not so. You know <laughs> me better than that. <laughs> all right, buddy. What's on the list this week? All right. Uh, let's, uh, let's start with this one. BYU and Utah are playing a basketball game tomorrow in Provo. Does anybody care? Oh, I think there's some care factor. Tomorrow's sports uh, day is rather jam-packed, so maybe it it's is. getting it's getting lost just a little bit. But um, you know, considering the Utah beat them unexpectedly last year, I think that makes uh, this uh, a little bit more interesting. I know there's some different players, mainly on the BYU side, but yeah, I, I I'm going to check out the game tomorrow for sure. Well, last year, BYU had the better team, but they lost to the Utes. I wonder this year how it's going to go, because I think Utah might have the better team, right? I, What do you think? I, I have no clue how good Utah is, because what they played Washington, who I don't think is very good, and they've played Idaho State, and, you know, 
Uh, Need more I'll, information. I'll, huh? Yeah, I'll do respect to the Mighty Bengals, but uh, I, I don't know if we've seen Utah really against uh, – this will be their toughest test. This will, Another reason this game is interesting. And it really doesn't matter uh, how good the teams are. When these two teams get together through these, at least in my experience, especially the way it used to be, but now I think it still does exist. Uh, the rivalry is there. It, it's fun for people to get uh, interested and get uh, attached and, and want to beat the rival. And it, it, So, yeah, I, I think it is notable. I think college basketball in this state has dropped off a notch or two, and uh, I'd I like to see it get revved up a little bit more. But, uh, you know, it, it, we are a college football state now more than we are college basketball. Agree or disagree? I, I do agree. Uh, I've seen some, you know, market studies and things that would, would prove that out as well. But, it, you know, the football season has been pushed so late, it certainly doesn't do the basketball rivalry any, any favors because it's just – I don't want to say it's going to get lost in in tomorrow's big sports day, but a little bit. Man, there are games being canceled all over the place due to COVID, you know. But I I saw some women's basketball games that are being canceled, men's basketball games being canceled, football games. We're still in the thick of this thing. And uh, it's just been been uh, the the oddest year of my life. Can you agree with me on that? The oddest year of your life? Yeah, I probably do. Of, of, wait, eight of yours. <laughs> I said that. Yeah, it hasn't been well, normal. Well, about 1951 there, Gordon. Uh, that was odd, too. Yeah. Uh, we celebrated at the end of World War Two, so that was a, a happy time. Uh, but, Jake, uh, it, that includes that one year in college when you were, you know, all, all kinds of weird stuff was going on in your Different life. kind of weird. That was a better kind of weird. <laughs> okay. Just kidding. Okay, uh, odds on Donovan Mitchell. Leading the NBA in scoring this season, what would you guess them to be? Oh, uh, pretty pretty long odds, I would guess. Eighty to one. He is listed behind seventeen other players. So, odds on Rudy Gobert leading the NBA in rebounding? That, that's probably pretty good. Well, I mean, not pretty good, I guess, but better than than the Mitchell number. Seven. To two, second yeah. only to Andre Drummond. Yeah, that's not a surprise. So we'll see how that goes this year, you know, because Rudy, now that Derek Favors is back, he'll probably have to share some of those rebounds, and I don't know how much time they're going to spend on the court together. You and I have talked about that at length, and and we don't know yet. Uh, I thought it was interesting that, uh, that uh, the team might be a little more, what's the word, flexible? This year, you have the guys who are new last year who are now more acclimated. You're bringing Derek Favors back. And uh, Quinn Snyder has, has been talking about that, that he has learned to be a little more flexible. I don't know exactly how that will be manifest, but that uh, I, I kind of like it. I like, I like when coaches don't stick with just a rigid thing in all circumstances. I like them to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, I, I think uh, the rebounding pressure on Rudy last year was immense. So I would I would guess if you ask Rudy, he'll take all the help he can get because they <laughs> just there just wasn't there wasn't another rebounder on the team outside of Rudy. I mean, I guess you could say Ed Davis, but he was so bad in other aspects you couldn't play him. So I mean, they just didn't have Rudy was their only rebounder, which is just nuts. Yeah. And there were so many times when he was on the floor when he was in fact the only rebounder. 
Yeah. You know, there was nobody else. And and it hurt the Jazz at times, especially when teams were killing the Jazz uh, with their offensive rebounding. Yeah, so I I think that will certainly be an improvement. If you were a coach, if you were a coach, would you stress your team to get back and transition defense or to follow their shots and hit the boards hard? Because I remember having this conversation with uh, who was it? Well, somebody, some analytical nerd. I'm sure it was David because the, that whole concept of not going for offensive rebounds that's a that's a like a uh, a hot take in the analytics world. Yeah. Well, it was it was a player with the Jazz. Who was the kid out of Duke who was who was tripping people and stuff? Oh, Grayson it, Allen. Grayson Allen. I remember having a conversation with Grayson, and he said that he got yelled at in practice for following his corner threes. For following them. Yeah. And that's something you hear a lot uh, in the early years of basketball training. Follow your shot, right? But uh, he was saying that the Jazz, if you, when you take that corner three, your, your primary responsibility thereafter is to get back on defense. Right. And it, I guess it would depend on what type of team – um, what type of team that I had, Gordon? I mean, if if you're really trying to stay out of transition and slow the game up a little bit more, you know, it pays to get those bodies back, slow down the other team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but who was the team last year that really sold out on the offensive glass? And it was really, was it, was it? The, I'll have to look it up. But the, yeah, I, I want to sure. say I think it was the Nuggets that really were, yeah, uh, uh, just yeah. Uh, just built on offensive rebounds. In fact, I think it was because that was yeah. a big storyline during the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it depends on what your ultimate style of play, what the ideal world would be for you. I mean, if you're the Jazz, why would you bother sending anybody the offensive glass other than Rudy? Because they're likely not going to get the rebound. <laughs> so now you've just expended a resource <laughs> right. at one end uh, foolishly, and meanwhile the other team is uh, – Dunking on you, right? I mean, it, Royce O'Neal's the second was the second best rebounder on the team last year, Gordon. But he's also one of your better defenders. You really want Royce crashing the offensive glass because he's yeah. primarily one of the guys you really need getting back. Indeed. All right, Jake. Uh, we talked with uh, with Coach and with uh, Lemma about the games uh, tomorrow. Utah playing Colorado at 10 a.m over in Boulder, and BYU-San Diego State tomorrow night. I think that's a late game, isn't it, around 8, 8 o'clock or 8.30, something like that again? Yeah. So let me just boil it down to this. Who do you like, Utah or Colorado? See, I'm, I'm really torn on that, Gordon, because I don't really believe Colorado is all that good. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't. Utah hasn't appeared to be all that good. Let me put it that way. So I, I, I'm a little bit torn for uh, bad reasons. But just because Colorado's three and zero, I'm certainly not buying into. Well, the Buffs are are back to the Cordell Stewart days. No, we but you have to give them, you have to give them credit for winning games. You know, sure, uh, they've won three of them. Which again, and they've done feels it really. They've weird. done it in different ways. Remember, they they had that super high scoring affair against UCLA when when they when they beat the Bruins. And then last week's game against Arizona was kind of a different matter. But how many Pac-12 teams have we seen start 3-0 and in league and end up sucking? <laughs> I mean, how many times have we seen Colorado alone do that? Yeah. So well, we'll, I, see, it's, we'll see if it's they tough. can sustain it. I didn't expect them to be undefeated at this point in the season, that's for sure. 
So I, I think it's a fairly even match game. I, I think it's going to be tight. I don't know what the line is on it. Do you? I don't. Uh, the, there's snow on the field, though. They're in Boulder. Saw a picture of that tweeted out. Well, the Buffs like to run the ball like Mac was talking about, and Utah is very good at stopping the run. So uh, it, that will be a, a key matchup to see who wins that. But this is the kind of game that's going to be won on other stuff. You know, it's going to be won on or lost on a missed assignment or a turnover or, or, or something, something crazy. I just have a feeling about it. I don't know. I, I think about, it'll, I think it'll go, real quick, I think it'll come down to which quarterback doesn't screw it up. <laughs> I'm not kidding. The, the, the Colorado uh, guy has been okay, but, I mean, we're talking about somebody that the previous regime switched the defense. And he's certainly not going to uh, be, you know, an electric type player. At least that's not what I'm expecting. And Jake Bentley has uh, has proven to make some mistakes. So it might come down to which quarterback doesn't uh, cost his team. Yeah, the Buffs might not have as many opportunities to get screwed up uh, through the air because they like to run the ball so much. But uh, the Utes uh, discovered a pretty good running back last week. So we'll see how that goes. BYU-San Diego State, anyway, BYU loses. Yeah, sure. There's a way BYU loses. Absolutely. I, I don't by, know if by I would... being distracted by the loss last week. I think this is a classic example of uh, of uh, Jerry Sloan. Don't let uh, don't lose twice. Don't let a team beat you twice. Uh, I uh, right, but except, uh, the the other thing I would add to that is that Coastal Carolina ran over BYU. They held the ball the whole time. BYU couldn't stop the run, couldn't get them off the field, and it limited the opportunities for Zach Wilson to to go out there and make plays to win the game. San Diego mm-hmm. State could do that exact same thing. I mean, that's the yeah. style of team that they are. So uh, I agree with you that you know the letdown factor uh, might be a thing. But I'll add to that that if San Diego State looked at the blueprint that Coastal Carolina laid out there, they have the personnel to to copy that they not that wonky offense per se but mm-hmm. to dominate uh, running the ball and keep the ball out of zach wilson's hands they have the capability of doing that well we'll see how it goes uh byu's uh, last chance during the regular season unless something wacky happens that i haven't heard of uh to date uh jake a youth football coach in georgia is facing charges of child abuse he struck a player upside the helmet uh, a couple of times the second time knocking him over knocking him to the ground the coach a fellow by the name i think it's gerald williams uh he uh, the coach has apologized the parents of the kid uh did not press charges but when the uh police department detectives got a look at what happened uh, they said, uh, <laughs> we're, we're pressing forward on this. Uh, sad story. And the coach, uh, I just hate this kind of stuff. When youth coaches get out of control, they don't discipline themselves enough to keep their emotions under wraps. And uh, But to this coach's credit, he has apologized, and he said, yes, I did it. I'm not denying it, and uh, I uh, face whatever consequences there are for me now so your your reaction to that um <laughs> i guess this would be my my question here's here's what i don't understand and i haven't seen the video but i've heard I, i've heard the conversation about this today and i i understand it's it's really egregious but wasn't it, it aren't we talking like eight nine year olds isn't that how old the kid the the kids were that he was coaching like i don't know the exact age well, uh, Johnny's shaking his head. Yes, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that's the case. But uh, what on earth 
w- would get you that angry when you're dealing with eight and nine-year-olds? I mean, are, aren't the isn't the brand of football they're playing right now barely football anyway? I mean, I've seen eight and nine-year-olds play soccer. It's just a, a scrum of everybody yeah. running at the ball at the same time. Like what? Like sports at that age are hardly competitive. What on yeah. earth could could you be that upset about with a, a football player that age? I mean, that's the. It's just. I just don't under. I just don't understand it at all. Well, let, I mean, it's a nine-year-old. Yeah, let me use a phrase that uh, sounds kind of funny, but it was uh, a high level of youth football. Uh, but <laughs> I agree with you completely. They're nine. I, I don't care what I, level of that. They're I know, nine. I know. I know. I have seen this happen. Uh, too many times in youth sports, and it has to. It has. It's one of these things that perpetuates on into the future. And coaches, if you're going to coach, if you're going to sacrifice your time to help coach young people, do it the right way. I don't care how into it you are. I don't care how upset you are. Never hit a player. Fair and- enough. And, and if you hit a nine-year-old, you should not only not ever coach again, you shouldn't have a job. You shouldn't ever be allowed to be around children ever again. You should pay a full sentence in the state prison the way this guy went after that kid twice. Yeah, and... Uh, if I did that, I'm not here on the radio today. And I'll never be back on the radio again. And my child will be taken from me. So why is it not happening to him right now? Yeah, because I, it's football? I... Baloney. Arrest him, charge him, sentence him. I'm glad to hear that we all feel the same about this. Uh, but he is being charged. I mean, th- this is uh, moving forward, so we'll see how it turns out from here. Jake, uh, Game of Thrones uh, prequel, House of the Dragon, has started casting. It's a show that's set 300 years before the stories told in Game of Thrones. House of the Dragon, how do you think that's going to go? You know, Gordon, I'm not very optimistic about it. In all honesty, uh, in all honesty, <laughs> because they just screwed up that show so badly in the last couple of seasons, and it's when they got into their own writing and away from uh, George R. R. Martin's uh, uh, books, and once they they strayed away from that, uh, it was uh, hot garbage uh, as well, far as I, television I, goes. And so I do not trust them to come up with uh, some sort of prequel that uh, that is really worth watching. I don't know if it's all the same people involved in it, but I will say this: I I liked it better than you did, uh, and you, you're that you're that guy who read the books, and then didn't like the representation on on TV, right? I mean, well, the first several seasons were excellent. It was the last two <laughs> where they strayed away from the books that were just dreadful. Well, we'll see how it goes. It's it's it, a lot of people love that that show, and it's hard to to follow a, a legendary production uh, with either a sequel or a prequel. So we'll see how it goes. Indiana Jones Five is slated to come out in twenty twenty two. Oh man, they should let that franchise go too. <laughs> they should is, just just let is, it let it be. I mean, wait, is Harrison let's... Ford still going to be beating up on people? At, uh, how old is Harrison Ford? He's in his seventies, mid seventies, I would say. Yeah, Jake, uh, uh, seventy-eight. Yeah, is, 78. is Game of Thrones the new uh, Queen of England's grandson who is moving to California, married to the American model? Is that, uh, is that what Game what of Thrones is? I, uh, what the <laughs> Merkel? Or, no, that's the. 
prime minister of Germany. What's the Meghan Markle? That's what I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, Meghan yeah, Markle. Yeah. That's her. Uh, that's Tom, by the way. We're here at the hair, uh, the warehouse, 1825. Hey, I got, is I that got what the list. Game of Thrones is I, about? I think it's an HBO uh, yeah. fantasy series. Uh, I've yeah. never seen it. Yeah, it's not. It's not having anything to do with the royals. But I will say this. I got to run this by Tom. What would you make of a of a rookie card for an athlete selling at auction for one point two nine million dollars? A current rookie or an old rookie? Wayne Gretzky. His oh rookie card. Gosh. One of one of his rookie cards just sold at auction for just shy of one point three million dollars. That is insane. <laughs> the great Makes one. you want. Don't you wish you'd kept all your all your cards when you were a kid? Man, was- I, I still have a card collection with maybe a thousand cards, and a, and I have a couple that are very valuable. One of them came from my dad. Oh, that's pretty cool. And it's uh, a Detroit Tigers. 1935 card. Wow. That's oh, amazing. wow. And is I think it, it's it, worth a couple of few hundreds. A couple is of it, few. Uh, is I it don't in, know what it's is worth Is it in now. prime shape? Uh, the, you know how they rate them? Uncirculated. Uh, I, this is like an A-. minus, And mm. and we we had somebody look at it, and they told us it was worth three or 400 bucks, and that was 10 years ago, so maybe it's worth a little more. 500 bucks well, now. I, not worth having the sucker. But we have a yeah. Michael Jordan rookie card that might be worth more oh, than 500 that's nice. Ooh. Yeah. So I started buying cards when Clayton was born. I actually started buying them in 85 and was saving them for my son. And so, but then I had two sons and I said, these are my cards. They're not. <laughs> They're not yours. These are mine. These stayed with dad. <laughs> Well, let's. So when I die, I'm going to give them to my grandkids. There you go. That's smart move yeah. right there. Uh, let's talk about what's going on here. You guys are busy. I'm loving it. You're people coming in and getting those we, deals. This is um, the best opportunity to buy an adjustable bed in our market. Um, the market right now is a little bit in flux because of COVID, and COVID has messed up the whole world. When you when Johnny got here today, I was on the phone with one of the freight carriers. I have bases that should have been here Wednesday, and they are telling me now they can't get them off the train and get them to me till the 15th. What a mess. Totally yeah. a disaster. And it, and it's not gotten better where we thought everything would change, uh, and I'm not sure it will until late spring. But I have I have pallets of bases in stock, and I have the best deal. We just got online for a lemma, and we looked up this base. The base that I'm selling for eight ninety nine mm-hmm. online now. And the base by itself is twenty two. Forty-nine. Ooh, how about that? We're selling it with a mattress for eight hundred ninety-nine dollars. The same brand. Can't beat it. Can't beat it anywhere. You can't beat it with a hockey stick. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky. There. Um, we're also doing the head-up queen. This is something that's going to go away because these these bases are going to be gone. I had one hundred eighty of them. I have like thirteen left. Five ninety-nine, including the mattress for a queen head-up base. The mattress costs more than that. They're not going to last long at that price either. No, so and there's only 13. On and then we haven't talked about this all day. We talked about the road home specials. I've got two table specials. I'm going to do something nuts. I want to I 
help you guys. All right. I like it. Anybody who comes in and buys a Clayton sectional, this is the custom sectional down the street at our competitors. This is this is made in Utah. This is USA. This is not an import. You can choose your fabric. This is custom. Anybody who buys one, we're going to give 50 bucks to Jake All right. and Gordon for the road home. Hey, I Ooh. love it. We're getting started uh, early this yeah. year. We're bringing in the big guns, the warehouse. And we're going to do it not 17.99, but 12.99. Absolutely incredible. Twelve ninety nine custom, custom made your, local. Your choice. Come and see this. It's incredible. I just got three or four of them delivered. That are customs that we're going to be delivering to tomorrow. Sweet. Come and see them while they're here. It's incredible deal and fifty bucks to Jake, oh, the great Jake and the great Gordon. All right, take advantage of it and help out some folks in need at the same time. Eighteen twenty five South, three hundred West. It's the warehouse. More big show next. Ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone. Utah's highest-rated, most-listened-to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally-owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. I want to remind you about our friends at America First Credit Union. Uh, The Las Vegas Raiders-Colts game this Sunday is brought to you by America First Credit Union, the exclusive home of the official Raiders debit card. Same great features and benefits now with the silver and black. Learn more at AmericaFirst.com slash Raiders. Gordon, let's roll on with the list, shall we? Yeah, I just have a couple more items on here. Uh, and uh, follow it up with the Not Sports Report coming up uh, in uh, just a few minutes. I just wanted to get that out there because I know nobody will want to leave their their radio uh, if or their computer if they knew that that's coming up. So, well, good. I'm you, glad you teased it. Wouldn't you agree, Austin? Uh, no. Austin is a uh, he's ornery, isn't he? That's what we love about him. Is it was that the tease on the list? Ever said about me? <laughs> what? What? I said was that tease on the list? <laughs> no, I just have it written down here, so I, oh, I thought I would oh, mention it. All right, uh, real quick, uh, Jake. I want to know your favorite Christmas slash holiday food item. My favorite Christmas slash holiday food item. Uh, my mother makes a clam dip, which is my very favorite. And every Christmas? Uh, just around the holidays. She makes it huh. up a few times. That sounds pretty good. Is that, is. Uh, is that with a touch of a, a Chesapeake Bay kind of touch? Uh, yeah, I, inspired by. She invented her own recipe. But, uh, yeah, it's really good. It goes uh, well with a Ruffles potato chip. you got to have the Ruffles, though, because it's got to it's gotta be a sturdy chip. Because, <laughs> Otherwise it'll break. Yeah, yeah, because it's a sturdy dip. So Don't you, know. you hate that when you see bits and pieces of chip in the dip? I, I do, uh, but usually since I eat all of the dip and it's only my <laughs> chips, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't bother me as much. All right, Austin, do you have a favorite uh, Christmas slash holiday food item? 
Uh, I'm always a big fan of rolls. Uh, you know, that's surprising to everyone that knows I have a six-pack. Uh, and uh, I really like cheese ball. My dad makes a mean ham and cheese ball. Sounds pretty good to me. I mean, who's <laughs> going to argue with cheese? What's your favorite kind of cheese? Uh, me, personally? Yeah. Uh, I go with a Munster, maybe, or a Sharp Cheddar. Sharp? Oh, Sharp? Yeah. Jake, you're not a cheese guy. I'm you? not really a cheese guy. It's, uh, and, uh, I mean, uh, I'll eat it sometimes, but, yeah, I'm not a connoisseur like yourself. What is something that you guys eat at the holiday time that you never eat the rest of the year? Vegetables. <laughs> uh, let's see. Mm. Water. You drink eggnog? Egg, eggnog definitely is is that. I only have that on Christmas. And How about it's only like fruit because cake it, or something? No, I don't eat that. Why do you drink eggnog? Because it's tradition? Because uh, my dad pours about a half a gallon of rum in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> and that's so you have a half a gallon of rum all year long, but at, at Christmas you have the eggnog in it. I think. Uh, he prides himself because it was a recipe he learned while in college, and and let me tell you, it would it would take the paint off an Oldsmobile. There, there's more nog than egg in that eggnog. <laughs> I can only ha- I can only handle it once a year. I mean, I, it really, your throat has to recover yeah. for the rest of the year. Yeah. I'll tell you something that I only eat at Christmas time because people give it to you or whatnot is are those chocolate orange balls that you slam on the counter. They're just they, called chocolate oranges. I don't know. Is that what they are? Yeah. Let's. Well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I don't know who thought of putting an orange with the chocolate, but that's something I, those are, those are two things that I never connect except for at Christmas time. And I don't even know why. Is that a popular thing over the holidays? Seems like it. I, Jake, I don't know about you, but uh, when I read the, uh, the, the uh, Little House on the Prairie growing up, Laura Ingalls always got an orange at Christmas, and it seems that was the, the tradition in a lot of families. I, oh, yeah. The tradition in our family. We it is in mine, too. Not Well, not anymore, but it was when I was younger. But I much prefer the uh, chocolate raspberry gel-filled uh, sticks to the chocolate orange. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the list item that this has to do with. Or did we turn into Hanson Scotty where we just talk about food all the time? It was was just an item on my list. And then there's this, the (laughs) Jazz record and results. Uh, What do you think the best case scenario and the worst case scenario is? And when I say worst case, I'm not talking about injury or anything like that. But what what do you see as being the potential for the Jazz? Preseason starts tomorrow. I'd say seventy-one and zero is best case. No, you don't. Oh, and seventy-one is no. worst. What do you think? What's a realistic best case? You know, it's so weird because the number of the the total number of games is different. So you know, if you say forty games, it means something different than it normally does. So I don't. How many games are there? Seventy-two, right? Yeah, seventy-two. You're right. Um, so I, you know, that's a that's a tough one, Gordon. I mean, do you maybe we we do a percentage instead? I mean, do you do you anticipate they win sixty percent of their games, sixty five percent of their games? That would be too high, I think. So you think they're more fifty five percent or five hundred? I think they're going to be above five hundred. Worst yeah. case scenario would certainly be five hundred or below. Yeah, I definitely think they're going to be over five hundred. Come on. I mean, Come yeah, on. they will be. They'll be. The question is, can Thank they you, lean? Austin. 
can they lean toward the 60%? Because if they get there, especially in the West where it's tough, yep. uh, they're going to be looking pretty good, I think. Yeah, so I, I don't know if I'm, I have numbers in my mind because usually we have a certain idea of what like a 50-win team is, you know, or a 40-win team. But, uh, you know, I'm with you. They, they need to stay above that 500 clip. Uh, uh, they should be well above that, I would think. All right, uh, you're I'm, you're going to be you're going to be impressed with my not sports. Yeah, report. with all the sports we talked this segment. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, how do, is is it going to be more cheese talk or no, or do we have something a little bit more? It's, it's my list. It's my list. That's what I do. I mix it up on the list. You know. What's you your favorite don't, don't type be complain- of cheese? Don't, don't, be, don't be complaining about the items on the list. We ever had chocolate-covered cheese? By the way, the list was very sports-heavy today. I, just at the end, I had a couple of little uh, runaways there a little bit. But You uh, did ask the question what your favorite type of cheese is in this segment. That happened. Yeah, but that's not on my list. That's just sort of came up in the conversation. Because Austin managed to barely mention cheese and you're like well as long as cheese is a topic of conversation let's uh let's really dig into it let's get what, our hands hey, dirty hey, here do me a favor what's another food item that you only eat at christmas time what what what, what uh, candy cane who sure. eats a candy cane any other time of year True. Nobody. Serial uh, killers. Uh, all right. Stay tuned. <laughs> we'll have the Not Sports Port coming up next. We're here it's at a good the, one. the warehouse, good one. 1825 South, 300 West. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This out. And now, your Not Sports Report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. The Big Show, live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Uh, uh, price is so low, it'll blow your mind. It's time for the Not Sports Report, brought to you by our friends at the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles and inventory. Shop online, lhmusedcars.com. Gordon, where are we going today? We're in the holiday spirit today. And, and uh, Austin, uh, you mind if I pass along that info? Austin sent me a list of things that people do uh, that during that Americans do during the Christmas time or people of other countries. Uh, it bewilders them a little bit. And a couple of them, Austin, <laughs> you have it in front of you. But uh, one is they wonder why people hang what seems to be all their belongings on their Christmas tree. <laughs> and uh, Jake, is your is, tree heavily decorated? It is decorated. Yeah. I don't know about all the stuff lying around our house, though. <laughs> <laughs> Jake would have old uh, old albums hanging on the tree, probably. That would look cool. And then, and then, uh, what was the other one, Austin? That uh, Christmas cards with photos on them. They don't. Uh, they don't get that. Yeah, and they say they wonder why we call it hot cocoa instead of hot chocolate. Uh, why we go to strangers' homes and knock on the door, and when they answer, we start singing, <laughs> dressed as pioneers. <laughs> Trust his pioneers. Stop it. All right. Uh, that's not the not sports report, but it uh, is along the same uh, line of thinking. Now, yesterday, Austin uh, brought up the whole thing about uh, the uh, passing along, the uh, paying for the car behind you at the drive-in. And I tried to make that a big show theme. So anybody who's a, who's a listener of the big show, uh, pay for the guy who's behind you. Uh, or the woman behind you, or the family behind you, pay for their order. 
I thought that was very nice. Uh, Jake made fun of it. Have you done it yet, Gordon? You, you're the one starting <laughs> I, this thing. Have you done it? I have not <laughs> gone to for fast food yet. Weird. But I, when I was like the to... last time you went for fast food? Uh, Before he worked well, for the DuPonts. You, you no. personally. When I was in the car? Yes. Uh, it's been a minute. Was it before or after you last mowed the lawn? No, no, no. This was uh, probably a month ago. Not a chance. Not a yes. chance. I, yes. I totally agree. So this yes. is you uh, advocating for people to do something that you will never do. No, I want to do it, too. I think it's a great idea. It's a great gesture. It brings our, our community together and people regain faith that there are good people in the world. And speaking of good people in the world... Fellas, did you hear about the do-gooder in Tennessee who went to a Walmart and paid $65,000 for all the layaway items at the store? He wanted to remain anonymous. He told the store manager he was doing it, quote, in Christ's name, just reminded me that there are good people in the world. Didn't have to do it. Sixty-five grand. That's a lot. And he went to the store and figured, man, I'm going to save a bunch of people a bunch of money. That yeah, was really cool. And then he didn't want anybody to know who he was. That's pretty darn cool. And then there's this story out of Florida. A business owner there. I think he's a, a pool. He's a pool guy uh, owner. Uh, he uh, was once down on his luck, and so he's giving back by covering the utility bills of 114 families who are facing disconnection. This fellow's name is Michael Esmond. His generosity started last year when he paid the utility bills of 36 households in a, in a community called Gulf Breeze. And this year, because of a hurricane, Hurricane Sally, and the COVID uh, economic turmoil uh, that affected his community as it has so many around the country and around the world, he upped the ante to 114 families. This is his quote. He said, this year to me probably is more meaningful than last year with the pandemic and all the people out of work having to stay home. Uh, so he decided to pay the bills of 114 households and the bill came to like I think it was around eight thousand dollars. That's awesome. Yeah, a couple of good examples of selflessness there. Oh, uh, just season. you know, people. There's good people in the world, man. There's good people in the world. We hear so much about the negative, and look, I'm I'm guilty of that too, because it draws our attention, and we see that, and we and we feel bad about the negative. But there are so many good people who want to help other people and who want to do what they can. And this guy, he had a good year. He said his business was up, and uh, he wanted he wanted to help other people out. And I I find that tendency heartwarming. Not not for me. I mean, uh, but just that there are people out there who are willing to help other people out. Man, Austin, I'm with you on this. I I like the idea. And I think the big show <laughs> should encourage our listeners to do it. And our we healed are... from this. We we apologized. We're we're friends again. Our, uh, our our listeners are super generous, as we know from 
our annual road home benefit. And, uh, I, I mean, our listeners are good people. And I, I want to encourage that, even though Jake made fun of it. He said, why should I pay for the guy in the Mercedes behind me? Why should I pay for his meal? Well, it was the whole chain thing that bothered me, but not to divert from your message, uh, because Tom's here, and, and Tom's doing something awful nice. Speaking of the road home, uh, you're, you're incorporating a road home donation in a couple of the deals today, which is just great. We are. This all came about because Coach Max Foundation, we sold beds for a weekend, and then I extended it for the whole week, and we gave him a check last Friday while he was here, and he came by and thanked me. And then I, I remembered that you guys were doing your road home every single year. Yep. So let's do a deal to to help the people get home. Especially important yeah, uh, this time or this year. I, I, ha- I had something happen to me literally this week. Um, and for all my friends and family and those who know me know that I uh, always have a diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I know I know that about you. Yeah. I was in line at McDonald's giving them a free plug here down the street and I ordered and you can get a drink without getting out of your car for a buck for a large at McDonald's now. And I get up there to pay for it and the girl at the window said that truck in front paid for your drink covered it for you he said whatever the guy behind me ticket is i want to pay for his meal so you participated in one of these uh these situations it happened this week he bought my drink uh i i don't know that i knew him that's pretty cool i don't know that i knew him. <laughs> and i was in the maverick i have friends my kids joke they sing a song my all my dad's friends are in convenience stores or gas stations (laughs) but i was at the maverick store and i had a a lady there counting out her pennies to put three dollars gas in and i said gosh i'm gonna give her some money for some gas and the guy in front of me says here here's 10 bucks put 13 dollars in that lady's tank instead of three how about that cool there's good people everywhere and there's also bad people everywhere but i'd rather uh gordon you you know the old saying i'd rather get taken advantage of the 99 than miss the one that really needs some help i like the way you're thinking so let's let's give the 100 not just the 99 or the one I like let's it. give them a reason to come and see us this weekend Anybody who buys the two tables we talked about, we've extended it to the Clayton sectional, and I'm going to boom it out. Anybody who buys an adjustable bed, either one of these table sets or the Clayton sectional, this weekend and Monday, we're going to give 50 bucks to Jake and Gordon's The Big Show claim on keeping their title as the Road Home Champs. Awesome. So not only are you getting the best price on the planet— Listen, but you're also helping out. How about a queen adjustable bed that's a thirty-four hundred dollars setup for the eight ninety-nine? I told you last break. Alema and I jumped on because he needs a picture to show somebody that he's getting this yeah. for, and I don't want to get killed, so I'm going to not <laughs> say anymore. They're now twenty-two forty-nine instead of seventeen ninety-nine. That's a COVID 
effect. Right. Prices are going up. And we're doing it for eight ninety nine with a mattress. We also have the Split King for nineteen ninety nine. Incredible deal. And then the Queen five ninety nine. Do not pass if you're waiting. This is the perfect time. Do it as a Christmas gift to you and your significant other or do it for yourself. Do not pay more. Come and see us and help Jake and Gordon with the road home. Love it. All right, 1825 South, 300 West, 86 East University Parkway in Orem. It's the warehouse. Uh, More Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.